Station Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kerry Williams, and here on this podcast, I'm going to be sharing with you how you can apply the principles of manifestation, money mindset, spirituality, and energy work so that you can create long lasting success in your business and in your life. Hello, everyone. Welcome to day number two of 100 Days of Manifestation. I am super excited to be here with you today talking about this. And I am having so much fun. Excuse me, I've just got to clear my throat. Been a little bit sick recently and I'm not quite, my throat's not quite 100%. Um, But yeah, I'm having so much fun doing this. I'm really enjoying seeing your comments. I'm enjoying seeing you know, some of our new members come into the Facebook community. So welcome. It's really, really lovely to have you here. And today I wanted to talk to you a little bit about releasing the baggage. I I believe that this is one of the very early steps in manifestation. And if there's any way that you are aiming to manifest something and things don't quite seem to be working out the way you want them to work, I think this is a really great step to come back to to look at, is there anything more I can do here? Is there anything more I can release? So we're talking about releasing the baggage on a physical and an emotional level. So what tends to happen sometimes is that we can live in a cluttered space. It might be very, very cluttered, or it might be that you've just got a few bits and pieces around that you don't necessarily need. And when we are living in a space that is cluttered, Whether that's your physical space, by the way, it could be your home, it could be your car, it could also be even your computer, you know, lots and lots of emails in your inbox, um, you know, meeting requests in your calendar that you haven't quite cleared out. These are all forms of clutter and it can cause us an awful lot of stress. You might be walking around every time it's like you boot up your computer. Oh, my desktop, there's so much stuff all over my desktop. I can't find anything. Maybe it's your Google Drive. I know that, you know, um, I had a Google Drive space. It was like, I can't find anything now. It's just got too much stuff in. Um, You know, so these things do tend to cause us a a lot of stress. And they slow us down quite a lot because as we're looking at all of these things, we've got a very heavy mental load at that point. You might be thinking if you're anything like me, oh, I've got to do something about that. I've got to tidy that. That's really annoying me. I've got to buy a new one of those because that doesn't fit me anymore. It's all of this mental chatter that is going on. And these are energy leads. These are draining our energy. It's taking us away from the focus of what we want to be focusing on, which is being in a state of the emotional match to whatever it is that we want to manifest. Maybe you're feeling abundance. Maybe you're feeling peace. Maybe you're feeling freedom. At that moment when you're living in a cluttered environment, are you feeling all of those things? Chances are you're not. So these little bits of clutter will keep pulling you away from that intended state that you're trying to create in order to be a vibrational match for your manifestation. So it can be a really powerful process to really reduce our stress levels and help us to live much more in that intentional state so that we can be that vibrational match. The other thing is it tends to pull us back into a past focus. It tends to take our focus away from the future timeline, from the now timeline, right back into the past where things have already happened. It might be that there's old versions of you. Say, for instance, there might be clothes in your wardrobe that's an old version of you. 
that you just don't no longer resonate with that version of yourself. And yet for some reason it's still there and it still reminds you of that. It can pull you back. It can drag you down. So these are the kinds of things that we want to release and we want to create some more space with. Um, we may also find that some of the things that we hang on to, they might remind us of some painful times from our past. Do we really need that in our life? I for sure know that there was a time when that happened with me. I read a little decluttering book, actually. It was really interesting. It came up in a kinesiology session that I did years and years ago. I mean, before I, I studied kinesiology and became a kinesiologist, I was like, what is this witchcraft? How did she How did she know that I needed to declutter? Anyway, so this kinesiology session, she said, look, you've got to go and read this book. Um, I think the book might be called something like The Little book, book of Decluttering with Feng Shui or something like that by Karen Kingston. Tiny, tiny little book. So as I was traveling home on the train from that kinesiology session, I literally read the entire book because there's really not a lot to it. And what I read in that book, it was like something switched in my brain and I could not wait to get home. That evening, I started pulling stuff out of my cupboards. It was the first time I'd ever truly come across decluttering. And it was really interesting because this had a feng shui uh, lens on the book. So I had a look at, I think you would pronounce it the bagua. It's like that little diagram that they have in feng shui that tells you which direction is your relationships corner, which direction is your money corner, all that stuff. And in my relationships corner, I had a cupboard with a box of photos and there were all these photos from an old relationship in there. And I was like, I just, I just didn't even remember them. What is that doing energetically having, you know, photos from an ex and a relationship that actually I wasn't very happy in. And it was a relationship that was right to let go. And why was I having these reminders in my relationship corner? So that was a really powerful example of how, like, I'd just forgotten about something, you know, but actually maybe it was holding me back. I tell you what, I don't know if it was technically holding me back at that point, but definitely decluttering all of that helped me to move forward for sure. It really, really did. So the solution to all of this is decluttering. There are so, so many benefits to decluttering. Um, from an energetic point of view, from a manifestation point of view, it allows you to have some faith that the universe is going to replace everything that you're getting rid of, that you are creating that space for the new. So you're really trusting the universe in this process and you're demonstrating that trust by releasing that. You're encouraging yourself to have more faith that letting go of the, no, the old will bring in the new. And you'll see how this works. If you're new to decluttering, if you start to declutter, maybe in a very light way, maybe with things that are not too emotionally charged, Maybe you could just, you know, rummage through your knicker drawer. That's a really good one to get started. Get rid of all the old ones with holes in or something like that. And, you know, start thinking about just doing a little bit of an upgrade and, you know, getting getting some new ones in and just see how little things like that, you'll start to notice things start to shift in your life. I believe also that this encourages flow. You've got a lot of energetic flow coming through. There's a less stagnation, you know, because when things are cluttered, it tends to get really, really stagnant. The energy doesn't move a lot things might get quite dusty. You know, you might not quite clean, you know, around the back of them. So things can have a tendency to get dusty. I know in my house as well, um, in some corners, we have a little bit of a damp problem sometimes. So we have to put in dehumidifiers around the place. And I remember um, 
after after being pregnant and um I didn't really go into this one wardrobe very much because it had all my pre-pregnancy clothes in and I went in when I was recovered enough and I decluttered and there was a bag of stuff on the floor in the corner and when I pulled that out I had to like clean it all out because it was damp behind there I was like wow that was festering in the corner you know that I had no idea because I never go in here normally so it's going to really free up the energy and allow a lot more energy flow through I think one thing that can be really good as well is if you want to incorporate it with feng shui that's a beautiful way to do things as well so you can start to think about the placement of where you're putting things and how that you know the energy flow is going through your physical space that can be another really really good one to do as well so as I say you know decluttering is a fantastic thing to do you're sending a sign to the universe you trust it you're going to bring more um, things in you know, you're clearing that space, you're trusting that if you release, say, a pair of jeans that have a hole in, and you don't have the money to replace them right now, but actually every time you wear them, you don't feel that great. If you release them and choose different things, then you might find that suddenly something comes through, a check comes through, a client books in, and hey, you've got the money for the jeans now. So, you know, you find that these things tend to happen. So I really love to do that. I love to create that vacuum as well, especially if there's something where I'm like, I don't have a replacement for it. It is something practical that I need. It's not working. Maybe it doesn't fit me properly. Okay, but I'm going to get rid of it because I am making that declaration that the new thing is coming and I don't know when it's going to come, you know, and and if it's not something that's absolutely essential, it might be that, you know, it causes me like I have to find a workaround or I have to use something else for a little while, but it always works out. So I think that's a really powerful way to do it as well. So how do you declutter? If you've never done decluttering before or if you haven't done a lot of decluttering before, I'm going to share with you a few tips that I've collected over the years that I think could really help you. So if there is a space that you want to declutter, declutter, first of all, I would highly recommend that you choose a space that is equivalent to the amount of time that you've got. Because if, um, if you really get into it like I do, I mean, I could declutter our entire house right now. It's still an ongoing project because now we've got a toddler, so we've got so much stuff in the house. It's uh, it's almost like it's an ongoing kind of battle against the clutter. <laughs> but I, I don't always have the time like I used to. I don't have like, oh, this Saturday I haven't got any plans. I'm just going to declutter the whole house. I don't have that luxury anymore. Um, so if you've only got half an hour, then choose a space like a drawer. Just say you're going to clean out a drawer empty it all out, get it all out onto the kitchen bench or whatever and sort it out, um, you know, and then you can put that away knowing that you haven't made even more mess. I made this mistake recently because we've never quite got back on top of our kitchen. Um, when I was in hospital having Maya and, um, you know, I ended up being in hospital for about five weeks because I got preeclampsia. And during the time that I was in hospital under observation while we were waiting for her to arrive, um, our kitchen was being renovated and uh, they had to empty the entire kitchen, rip everything out, put it all back in. So when I came home and I was recovering from having a C-section, Maya was still really small. She was still in the NICU. So it was just me coming home um, a few weeks after that. And it was like, wow, it was like a bomb had hit the house. You think, you know, oh, it's one room that's getting renovated. No, it affected our entire house. Everything from the kitchen was in the lounge room. Um, the One of the, the spare room, which is now Maya's room, that was being used as a makeshift kitchen. Um, and then we have this spare room, which is the office. If you're here watching me, um, you can see this is our spare room. So it's a guest room and it's my office. And this space had 
so many generous donations. I got so many hand-me-downs from some of my cousins who had, you know, children that were a couple of years ahead of Maya. So literally we had a whole room of baby stuff to go through. And I came home and I was like, wow, I have been someone that's lived as a millimillist before. And I was like, there's literally stuff everywhere. I have to like find a path through the stuff in a room. It was insane. So I feel like I'm still recovering from that. I mean, Maya's 18 months old now. It's been a year and a half. So, you know, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty good, but there's a lot that I would still like to do around the house. So I went into the kitchen the other day thinking, yeah, this is going to be a, a, an easy job. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wanted to reorder one of the covers, got everything out. And then I got pulled away having to be with my daughter and everything was on the, the kitchen bench and I had made way more mess. And then it ended up sitting there for a few days because we were, there were other plans going on and I just didn't have the time and the space and the energy. So, you know, it, I'd say pick your battles according to how much time that you've got because you don't want to be creating a lot more mess and um, and then it just sits there and you feel worse about it. Um, so that's my first tip. My second tip, and that I got this from the minimal mom. Um, I don't think I say that right. I'm trying to say it like a an, with an American accent, but she's got a great YouTube channel. If you go and have a look for minimal mom, M-O-M. Um, so she um, she tends to advise that when people are decluttering, it's great to get three boxes and you label them. One is for charity, one is for time will tell, and the other is a bin bag. So as you're sorting through things, you can think, right, that's going to charity. I don't know about that. I'm not ready to put that in the bin. I'm going to hold that there. And then obviously the bin is a bin. You throw it out. So you've got three options with every object that you come across. Do I give it to charity? Do I put it in the bin? And if it's, I'm not sure about either of those options, it goes into the time will tell. And you might put it somewhere like a high shelf for a little while and just decide for yourself, you know, do I actually need it? Do I miss it? Do I think, you know, does it bring me joy? Um, Do I love looking at it? Um, You know, if you start missing it, you can always go and grab it and get it back out. More often than not, though, time will tell stuff ends up going. Um, But if you're not quite ready to let it go, that's a really great technique. So, Those are two great tips. Um, One, I think it's mainly a Marie Kondo one. She tends to talk about, you know, with every object you assess, like, is it bringing me joy? Is it functional? Is it something that we actually use? And I love to test myself as well when I'm looking at these things. Have I used it in the past year? Have I used it in the past two years? And if the answer is no, I challenge myself to get rid of it because chances are I don't really need it. Um, especially if I haven't used it for that long. So there's some of my tips for you. Um, one more actually that is quite helpful if you if you're into all this stuff, I'm quite into all this stuff. Um, I love watching the home edit on Netflix. Um, those two who do like home home makeovers and they organize everything. Um, it's a little bit like organizational porn, you know, because they do rainbow colors, it all looks beautiful, they box everything up beautifully. So I have aspirations for my house being like that one day. (laughs) But anyway, one of the things that they also talk about as well is getting things into a place that's easy to reach if you use it frequently and then making sure that the stuff that you use occasionally that you don't want to get rid of, you're going to store it up at the higher levels, maybe at the back of places. So it's harder to reach, but you make sure that all your everyday stuff is easily accessible 
in the place that you would use it as well. So if you have a corner of the kitchen where you make your coffee, you make all your coffee um, making stuff stay in that corner if possible. So you just make it really easy for yourself. So there's some tips on decluttering for you. I hope that's been really, really helpful. Like I say, this might not sound like it is connected to manifestation, but I really do believe it is because it's very hard to call in the new stuff if you are cluttered physically, emotionally, energetically, there's just lots of stuff. Like where is the space for new stuff to come in? Where is the space for transformation? Where is the flow? We want to get the flow happening in your life. So decluttering is a beautiful way for you to create this in your life. Okay. I hope that's been helpful. Um, So that is all about releasing the baggage and I will be back tomorrow with another day of the 100 Days to Manifestation.